The Holy Gospel according to John, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After he appeared to his followers in Jerusalem, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net to the right side of the boat, because, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and he jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, my friend. 
Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. When we hear today's gospel from the 21st chapter of John, we don't really know how much time has passed since the crucifixion and the discovery of the empty tomb and the times that Jesus appeared to his disciples in the upper room and again to Thomas. The fourth gospel doesn't include the account of how Jesus physically leaves the disciples and ascends to heaven that we will have just before Pentecost. So we lose that marker of time. Whether it was the next day or later the same week, John tells us that Peter decided to go fishing and the others followed him. But when Jesus again appeared to them, no one recognized him. It didn't matter how many stories about Jesus they had heard or knew or how many miracles they had witnessed. They didn't recognize the teacher and Lord whom they had been with for three years, the one who had overcome death on the cross. But isn't it often the same for all of us? After the glorious celebration of the resurrection on Easter morning, how long is it before we no longer recognize Jesus is with us? We are quick to judge Simon Peter and the others, but we shouldn't be too smug, thinking surely we would have known Jesus when we saw him. But then whether it was hearing his word and the way he called them children, or seeing the miraculous abundance he provided in the nets now full of fish, the beloved disciple did recognize Jesus. And the evangelist tells us when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes for he was naked and he jumped into the sea. This is the same Simon Peter who asked Jesus to wash not only his feet, but his hands and his head also who promised he would lay his life down for Jesus, who cut off the ear of the high priest's slave on the night of Jesus' arrest, who denied Jesus three times in the courtyard of the high priest, and who ran to the tomb when Mary reported what she had seen there on Easter morning. Simon Peter can be described as imperfect, reckless, and even fearful but he is also ardent and eager and faithful. Time and again, he is the first one whose faith moves him to action. The way Simon Peter is described here in John's Gospel evokes the memory of the story of Adam, who hid his nakedness from God in Genesis 3, when he is seen in the Garden of Eden. But Simon Peter doesn't hide from Jesus. Instead, he jumps into the sea so he can go to him. I believe the story of Simon Peter walking wet with Jesus is a story of baptismal faith being lived out 
In baptism by water and word, we are washed clean. By grace, our sins are forgiven, and we are given new life. We are clothed in Christ and commanded to go and make disciples to love and follow Jesus. Simon Peter reminds us that faith is not merely informational. It is transformational. Faith does something to us. It compels us to action. Not for ourselves, but that the world might know God's forgiveness, grace, and love through us. Simon Peter's story lets us ask, what does an active faith look like in the midst of our everyday lives? Martin Luther taught that each morning we are to rise and say, I am baptized into Christ, and then go about our daily affairs, living in the covenant God made with us in our baptism. Every day, wherever you are, at the sink brushing your teeth, in the shower, or in the kitchen washing up from a meal, you are invited to touch the water and remember your baptism. Our baptismal covenant begins with promises to live among God's faithful people and hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper. So whenever we gather for worship and fellowship, read the Bible and receive the Holy Communion together, we are living out our baptismal promises. But the promises don't stop here with our activity within these four walls. Our baptismal covenant also includes promises to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, to serve all people following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. It's not as obvious how we live out these promises. But let's take a look around us at our own community here in Shelby. Proclaiming the good news, let's ask, who are the people who need to hear God loves you? Who needs to know that you remember them in your prayers? Serving all people, let's ask, who are our congregation's neighbors, and how can we be praying for them? Look around in this sanctuary today and see who's missing. Not just our individual <coughs> members, but whole groups of people. How can we support those who do not worship with us? And striving for justice and peace, let's ask, how do we share the peace of Christ beyond our congregation? What does it mean to be a person of peace in a world filled with noise and violence and anger? What injustices exist in our own community and who is suffering? Simon Peter's witness invites us all to an active, reckless, and imperfect faith where we jump at the chance to follow Jesus in the world.
We won't always know the answers to these questions, but we have confidence God is with us as we wrestle with them and we live into our baptismal covenant. Let us pray. Holy and life-giving God, we give thanks for your Son, Jesus, who calls us to him even when we are reckless and imperfect. Shower us with your Spirit and renew our lives with your forgiveness, grace, and love. Help us respond to the world with an active faith that bears witness to your mercy. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.